Hello and welcome to episode 5 of Out of the Hat. Um, I'm Elmer Fudd. I was not part of the show. I had to leave it running while I went and ran some errands. Um, so my cat jumped on the keyboard at about the 55 minute mark and then OBS started doubling all the audio. So the last little bit of the show is a double audio. <laughs> and, then, and then it's fine for the last like four minutes. I don't know what changed, but... It's a good show, and enjoy. Good evening. Welcome to Out of the Hat. Um, Out of the Hat is the show where once a week or once every other week, more on that in a minute, uh, we gather and a couple of us from our D&D campaign uh, that follows the Hat Trick Adventuring Group, uh, we will get together, we'll recap the most recent session or sessions and uh, get a chance to answer some questions, ask each other questions and just jump into the head of each other as players, as characters, I perhaps. That jump into the head. I was. <laughs> no, he did that before the stream started. And our dungeon master <laughs> as well. So we have all familiar faces with us this evening. My name's Nick. I play Jag. Uh, we have Matt, who played Tanoff. Played. Oh, hi, Matt. In the former, in, in the past tense. We'll unpack that in a bit. Um, we have Clay, who is Shearsim. Hello. The newly vampirized Shearsim. And then we have uh, Russell, our illustrious Dungian master. <laughs> How is everyone today? We're doing good. great. I've been playing Warframe all day, so my day's been pretty good. Actually, yeah. I had a lot of work that I had to do, too. Because I saw you were on Destiny, and I was going to jump on with you. But then I was. That I was decided to go in where I had to do some work see. stuff. Yeah, it's a shame. It really is. It really is. It really is. So, okay, but um, let's see. What about uh, Matt? You and Clay? You two doing okay? What you up to? How you doing? Doing all right. Well, Just now that I'm here, I'm doing great. Yeah, I had a boring day of cleaning, but other than that, it was all right. Better than bad. Yeah, that's true. I know what those days are like. Oh, I've got to clean tomorrow. You have to clean tomorrow? Yeah, well, my wife sent me a list, the honeydew list today. Uh oh. Uh, but I was working, so I didn't have a chance to actually get to it. Because oh. I, I actually just got done working like a couple hours ago because I had to go over a little bit because I needed this thing before tomorrow. Um, and I just got it today, so. Didn't you just say a minute ago that you played Warframe all day? <laughs> I sent some very contradictory accounts of your day here. I played Warframe for about an hour this morning, and that's why I'm li that's while I'm listening to other things and getting ready for the day and doing the things that I need to do for my other business. And then I was doing my Excel spreadsheet the rest of the day, and then I just got done playing Warframe because I got done like a couple, maybe an hour ago, so I played Warframe for a little bit before jumping on this call. A likely story. Indeed. Mm. So, that being said, before we move on, you may know us from another medium. Uh, so we are also the Destiny 2 clan, just some guardians. Um, so if you're ever wanting to uh, jump in and see what all the shenanigans is about, you can look us up. Um, we do stream occasionally, twitch.tv slash just some guardians. That's where we do our D&D campaign, uh, I think. No, that's Brett's, isn't it? What? I think yeah. so. We, yeah, we, campaign. Um, we stream the game on Elmer Fudd. Or Elmer Fudd Elmer, Elmer Fudd, yes. Our, our fearless leader, um, Brett, a.k.a. Elmer Fudd, double M. Double D. Uh, his Twitch is twitch.tv slash Games. That's where we do the D&D &D campaign itself. Uh, the clan-related streaming is twitch.tv slash guardians. Same place you are seeing this right now. So um, 
but we do do our podcast as well. That is every Thursday. Um, not sure what time we usually we start when um, Elmer's kids finally wind down for the night. It takes a while. So, uh, but anyway, now that we've got that aside, all the housekeeping's done. Um, let's recap the last two sessions, shall we? Uh, because last week we did not do out of the hat because there was nothing to pull out of the hat because we literally stopped our session mid combat. And it was, it was a very important encounter. So we made the decision to not do out of the hat last week and wait till we actually had a full encounter to unpack. So that being said, let us go back two weeks or week and a half and catch everyone up with the adventures of the hat trick. Who's recapping? We all are. We all are. Oh. <laughs> so I believe we may or may not have been in a wagon. Yeah. So you guys had started out. Uh, well, you guys actually weren't in a wagon going back two weeks to the very beginning of the session. Clay had just died, risen from the grave, That's and right. free for blood. So yes, we had one of our one of our own have just died, and we did we did out of the hat that event, yeah, and coming back right away. But then we had to deal with the implications and the ramifications and uh, the rom. Vacations. <laughs> Cole, that one was for you. Um, oh my god! So one of our new party members, Rom, the Seder Bard, is apparently I don't know, a hemophiliac. What do you even call that? I think a hemophiliac is somebody who enjoys drinking blood or is addicted to blood. Or is that the people that bleed really easily? And that's so they... that's bleeding very easily. That's what hemophiliac. No, hemophilia has to do with like sexual attraction to blood. Let's find out. Emo. <laughs> oh, so, anyways, while he's looking that up. So, as was said, shears him. Hi, guys. I recently become a vampire. And after having fed upon the blood of a very enthusiastic volunteer. The aforementioned Rom. Mm -hmm. uh, everybody got on the wagon and continued the journey to Melbourne. And on the way there, there was some very interesting discussion about uh, how to handle vampirism within the group. Yeah, I'm not going to be held liable or responsible for Jag suggesting that we <laughs> snatch up strangers and hobos and use them as... Uh, Twisty straws. That never happened. I don't know what you guys are talking about. <laughs> oh, it totally happened. A literal and Shearson was in shock. What was that, Russ? I can't believe that that was a literal suggestion that you made. <laughs> I didn't make it. I wasn't involved. That was all Jag. <laughs> but yes, there was. We, we yes. toyed as a group. We toyed around many different options and ideas for how to continue operating with a vampire in the group because sunlight equals deadly. Now, since then, we've we've learned and adapted to the fact that it's direct sunlight, so you can still jump around in the shade, and if we were to get you a big, beautiful umbrella, you'd be fine, and we would call you Mary Poppins. Um, <laughs> oh, God. But at the time, we were, and I think Mukosk and Jayag were probably the most vocal aside from Shearzim as far as trying to figure out how to keep going. We're beginning to become a nocturnal group, but if we do that, then everything's closed all the time. Or, and eventually we just wrapped you up in the bedroll with your burial dirt and dragged you along in the wagon like nothing was wrong. Which, in its own way, was also really surprising. <laughs> More or less. Yeah. Um, we did make camp a couple times because I think it's been two days since then in game, two or three days. Uh, there was one point where Mukosk saw a sigil on a, on a flag flying above something in the a rampart or something in the distance that he is familiar with. We just haven't 
as a party, we haven't had a chance to really unpack that and find out where he knows that from and get the specifics. Um, Craig, we will get that information from you. Well, you guys also had the encounter with the Shambling Mound as well. That's right. That's where I remembered that Jayag can speak to plants. Oh, yeah. That would have been interesting. So, uh, let's see. What else happened? I'm trying to, like, remember if there's anything else before the big fight. Um... Shimbling Mound, Shearzim getting ridden by uh, Rom. Yeah, I was about to uh, bring that up. Yeah, so how do you how are you feeling about that? <laughs> I think it's hilarious. How does Shearzim? Honestly, uh, you know Shearzim. After some after the events from this past week's session. Which we'll get into, but uh, you know, before before the 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 big the big fracas, he would be he was very uncomfortable not only with the whole I'm a vampire sunlight direct sunlight burns me and all this other stuff and the bloodlust, but also having uh, Rom be Rom around him. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. Your own personal <laughs> blood doll. You're just her Duracell battery. No worries. Or he, she's your Duracell battery. It's kind of a symbiotic relationship, isn't it? Uh, I. Yeah, let's go with that. <laughs> yes, we'll just. It's like, how that. else do you describe it? My goodness. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> um. So eventually we are, where was the wagon stopped, Russ? Or did we, did Tanak see him in the distance or did he stop the wagon? He was standing in the way when you guys, as you were going, he was standing there in front of the trail. Okay. As you guys were going through what appears to be, appeared to be a, a city that had gone to seed. It is. You know, been built from mm-hmm. hundreds of years ago. Most of the walls were taken down, so it was just small piles of rubble and walls. And he was standing in the town square. Gotcha. Waiting. At this, uh, Matt, if you're willing, do you want to remind us all who this person is? Yeah, so Totson um, was the whole reason for my character to come over to this continent. Um, I don't think we ever really talked about it that much in the uh, in the game in terms of the background of my character, which, you know, maybe depending on the questions and stuff like that, we can go into later. But the whole point of of my character coming over to the continent was to find him and then either bring him back alive or dead. And I remember we did we did talk about it. We as in like the party talked about it back outside the temple and i know there was a conversation that we had the the night in the inn where jai was determined to find out where your wings were um, the first time yeah i think i think we went into it a little bit there's there's there was quite a bit that i don't think we did go into because i mean all that you guys knew about him was that he had killed tanak's sister right mm-hmm. the sister killer jai yeah you, you <laughs> did, i mean i don't and correct me if i'm wrong because i just might not be remembering we didn't go into like his relation with the family or, or, or why he had killed the sister or anything like that, right? No, I don't think that ever. Yeah, so, I and I, I know, I remember up yet. It, you it spent a like lot of time. It seems like a little early in the campaign for us to be going into a whole lot of depth in anybody's True. backstories anyhow. True, True. Because there's just so much that goes on. You're not... Yeah, there's there's just a few things. Um, <laughs> so I think there there are a couple questions that are specifically related to Tanak later, and I think I'll I'll elaborate on them because I'm curious. I remember you telling me at work numerous times. I've spent so much time on this character. Yeah, well, when you first joined. Yeah, that's unfortunately every single character I make. Like I have. Like on my computer at home, I have a folder of maybe like 20 characters that, because I just get the bug. I'm like, new character in background, uh, and I'll just make them. And that's, I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's fun. So, 
Oh yeah, you should see. I've, I've talked about it before, but my backup character, if anything, you know, Freya forbid were to happen to Jayag, there is a backup <laughs> character. Um, and Russ, Russ has gotten six or seven, you know, pages of handwritten notes <laughs> and drawings. Wow. Specifically about the character's background. And, and I, I give Russ options and I'm like, which mm -hmm. fits better? <laughs> And so, I, I love I love that you guys do that. I love how in depth you guys go with your characters. Mm -hmm. And like some of you are just now like like Brett is really just now starting to dig deep into his background. Uh, he sent me a couple of stories, but it wasn't until we had played a few sessions. Uh, but you guys, you know, yeah, I, he told me about this the moment when he realized he needed more backstory. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, you got I, I love that I get messages from you guys on the disc, uh, on Discord. I love that I get messages from you guys that are like, hey, uh, you know, my character noticed this thing or you mentioned this thing that related to my character. Let's talk more about this. How 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 does this relate to my backstory? How, and I and I that makes me go oh, and get all giddy whenever you guys do that. Um, Russell, there's there's a bit that that we're going to talk about a little later <laughs> regarding that, and my treatment of it so far has been very intentional. We'll get we'll get back to that. Um, but continuing with the recap, so we're stopped by Itotsen, was his name, in the middle of the road, and then a fight breaks out because Tanak makes a beeline for Itotsen. Jayag jumps out and starts doing pirouettes and shooting and. <laughs> Jayag and Tanak were ridiculous like, amounts of damage. Zeroed in on Itotsen. That yeah. was one thing I made the conscious decision as Jayag to just not. I didn't even really acknowledge the presence of any of the other enemies. He was completely devoted to trying to take out the sister killer because he knew how much it meant to Tanak. And yeah. goblins and hobgoblins start coming in from around. Um, more than I expected, and in retrospect, I should have seen all of the little pictures hiding <laughs> down at the bottom because this these last two sessions are the first time that we've used Roll20. Is it called Roll20? Yes. yes. So our illustrious Dungeon Master has finally, because we're all scattered around the country, we've now finally got a way to actually see the battlefield. Um, so we're using... We're using Roll20, and Russ picked a beautiful map that had this fantastic crossroads and all these ruins and all these trees and places and to, for enemies to, to spring out from. And yes, there are there is a very aptly placed <laughs> ray of sunlight coming right down the middle. Um, it was a happy coincidence. Yeah. Poor Shearson. Um, but the fight fight broke out, and I think... The hat trick managed to kill about three quarters of the enemies that were there, or more. Um, but, and I'll, I guess I'll let someone else chime in, because I don't want to talk about this. I got my ass handed to me. It's basically well, what happened. <laughs> now, well, you, you, so, uh, Tinoch, because I... And and the thing was is they you know you guys did loads of damage to Hitotsen, loads. I mean, yeah. tons of damage for third for third level characters. You you lay down about a hundred damage within like four or five turns. Most of it coming from Jayag. I rolled yeah. two two nat twenty natural twenties <laughs> in the fight with. Yeah, That's astounding. Hitotsen two. So, I couldn't believe it. One of them was with advantage, and I was like, what? Luckily, Totsen had some things prepared to keep him from going down in uh, prematurely. Um, and so, you know, he, he laid in, and his primary concern was Tenok, because back, background reasons. Um, and so as soon as he saw him, and anyway, I'll let you guys figure. Anyway, um, so he saw him and he was like, okay, there's this going down. This is our fight. Um, and so he was out to kill Tenok, which is why he stopped specifically to smash his head out, head in, even when he went unconscious. Mm -hmm. so, 
yeah, that's that's what happened. Uh, he toads in, um, split Tenok's head open on the ground after he finally went down, and then he tried to split, tried to run away because he had very little health left. Um, and Jaya came up, shot him a couple of times, and then decided to unload. Well, if he had a quiver, it would be his entire quiver into Itotan's head, leaving a pile of scrap and mush. Yeah, that was that was a moment I was actually very glad as a player, Russ, that you let me have that moment where I just kept saying and again and again and again and you were just like you didn't even really say anything. You were just like, and again, and again, and again. Well, uh, it was important from a from a story standpoint to have to let you just keep going because mm-hmm. you know that is it's an emotional part of the story, and so your character is reacting with that emotion. And so, I mean, you know, it's it's the story. It had to play out how you wanted it to play out. And that, you know, that was just letting you do your thing, whatever you were going to do to Etotzen's body. Um, so after we dropped Etotzen and then replaced his head with a bundle of sticks, <laughs> That's cool. um, which is my, my vision there. That's what happened. It was just arrows, body, neck, arrows. There really wasn't a head left. Um, after that happened, the party started to try and organize, you know, the spoils because we took down quite a few enemies, and Etelson himself had some interesting things on his person. Uh, but Jaeg set to building a funeral pyre almost immediately for. Tanak and actually had a, a little lashing out um, of emotion at the rest of the party for seeming to not care. And that that comes ultimately from Jaeg's immaturity because um, he's very tunnel visioned, if you haven't gathered that. Um, no, not at all. No, <clears throat> not even a little. Absolutely not. So then Jaeg uses the arrows as the primary source of kindling and then ignoring the acid pool that Tanak is laying in, uh, picks Tanak's body up, puts him on the pyre and then lights it. And the rest is fuzzy to me, aside from the dream in all honesty. Um, I can only imagine how I would have felt and because I wasn't there, I you know, when we talked about it a couple of weeks ago, I wasn't there when Shearzim actually died. I was there, like I found out afterwards. And so my response was immediate panic, like hurry panic, because I had two text messages that said Shearzim died. And I'm like, oh my God, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Being there and actually witnessing a party death. And Shearzim and Tanak are the two characters that Jaeg is closest to in no particular order. And being there when that happened, I was mad. Um, so Russ, you did an excellent job of building a villain that I reviled within an hour of meeting the character. Um, and Matt, it's a testament to you playing as a character um, that you know we we built that relationship between two characters so quickly. Um, Clay, Shearsim's still alive, and you can bet Jaeg is going to cling. <laughs> You're never going anywhere ever again. <laughs> um, but I just, there were a couple moments when Russ was explaining the visual that I actually took my headphones out. Uh, yeah, I saw that. Because I didn't want to know. I didn't, I, nope, couldn't handle it. I cried a couple times. Um, that was just, it was very hard for, for me. And again, Russ, thank you for letting me take that out as the 
the character and the player simultaneously. Cause I think that was pretty obvious. Um, so if you guys want to pick up from lighting the pyre, I don't remember much. I remember the dream cause that's like mm-hmm. the third time I cried. I remember the dream <laughs> and outside of that, I don't, I don't remember after the pyre. I don't think there was really much after that. After, after that point, like you said, you had Tanakh's funeral um, and then you had your dream where you, you met Tanak in the dream again. And then after that, I think everybody just got the wagon and continued on, which well, then we got... Oh, go ahead. Did I miss something? Yeah, so there was a conversation between Shirzim and Alanon that they were trying to... You know, Shirzim is right. unaware yes, was... of exactly what being a vampire means. Um, mm-hmm. So he had that conversation with Alanon because Alanon rolled smoking on his, on his checks to be able to remember things. There were a couple of things that he was like, because you also found uh, the the letter from High Lord Kellerel in Etotzen's items, um, which implicated that he was receiving his orders from High High Lord Kellerel. And then it also brought in a um, Sudur Hater, uh, which is a band of orcs, which Mukosk has a history with um i thought when the the letter of entry or whatever was in giant that they were like giant they're jotnar they're jotnar which are orcs giants hobgoblins that they're they're all very um they were created all by freya and so they are all children of freya they are a tribal society Okay, I'm with you. I thought the same thing. So, it it it, they mostly like their common language is giant. In my world, that's the way it is. Um, But the orcs, it's mostly it's mostly orcs. There are some giants. uh, There are some hobgoblins, but it's mostly orcs. Okay, I got you. Real quick, because I think. The, the, and we'll, we'll start unpacking in more detail, but the, the, the last big moment was, did we make it to Melbourne? You did. Yeah. Okay. Because yeah. yes. we went into an inn mm-hmm. and we spotted an, uh, an individual. We spotted a hooded individual sitting by himself in that corner, um, which is Matt's new character, which you guys have not yet met. Uh, nope. Have noted, but around these parts, they call him Strider. <laughs> right, that's what I thought too. <laughs> the disappear in time. Uh, that is a rare gift. You, you also met um, a man in gleaming armor, who has a uh, one of those large bushy mustaches that go into the mutton chops with a bald head. Uh, and he approached you guys and seemed to recognize John. Indeed. Did we want to recap the dream at all, or were you going to go into that later? Because that um, was a big event. Yeah. Well, let's. So at the when when I lit the pyre, um, Russell, like you, I don't know, like we were channeling like the same energy because. You mentioned that the smoke lifted and it looked like a dragon spread its wings. Yeah. I literally, whether you said anything about it or not, I was going to say, as the smoke rose, I was going to have Jayag say, he's flying. He got his wings. And then you gave that description and that, I was like, okay, I can't handle this anymore. (laughs) Oh my God. I I believe you actually did. You said that. I had already had that mental picture in my head and was going to have that thing. And you said something about he's flying or he's got his wings or he's flying Mm -hmm. now. Maybe both of them together. It was something along those lines. And I was like, oh, this is perfect. That's exactly what I had planned anyway. Yep. Um, But yeah, Jayag, Jayag fell asleep. And he had a dream. And in the dream, what was it, a bronze dragon? Uh, copper. Copper Cause dragon. Because Matt yep. played yep. that talk was a copper dragon. 
So the this copper dragon flies down, and did he touch foreheads with Jag, or how he, did it? He did. He he touched his snout to your forehead, and then he breathed on you. A, a kind of a soft kind of mm-hmm. like a breeze, summer breeze, and then you you received your boon. That you had earned earlier by rolling a one and a twenty on Is that what triggered it? Yeah. Oh that's cool. Because <laughs> that's that cool. that's a pretty rare thing. I have things for double twenties, double ones, and then one and twenty on advantage or disadvantage. Well that's cool. That that's a thing that my I, I actually stole from the DM for my game. Oh nice. Because he did that and I was like, that's a super cool idea. I love that. I like um, that you you waited to give me the boon because it ended up being something that's very personal and it's it's totally baked into Jaig. I had a totally different boon planned. I was waiting for you to go to sleep. I was going to have Freya appear to you. That was going to be the thing. You were going to receive a boon that allowed you to summon woodland animals three times. Mm. Squirrels! And... <laughs> and Tenok died, and I was like, and then you were tying, it was when you were tying the teeth into the bow that I was like, no, 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 no. This is so much better. This is so much better than what I had planned. Yeah. So, on the subject of the bow, Jaeg, like, as soon as Tanak went down, I knew, like, okay, Jaeg is going to burn him, and the ashes are coming with Jaeg, period, because... Tanak is not staying there. Like he's not getting left there. He will continue on this journey with them by whatever means, you know. And so that's why I bottled the ashes and Jayag has them on a cord tied around his neck. Um, but the teeth, putting them into the bow, that I came up with, I don't know. Like, because Jayag calls Tanak sharp tooth. He's called him that since the day they first met him at the, in the tavern. Um, that's what he, before the ghost house. I mean, that's that, the first name he gave him was Sharptooth. And first time he addressed him was by his, his new name of Sharptooth. And so I thought, yes, Russ, you developed a beautiful name for the bow that Jag had made for him by Fatima. But I'm like, it's, you know, it's evolution time. And so he put the teeth in the, fix the teeth to the bow in places that it would make sense, specifically gathered around where the arrow would fire from, and he renamed the bow Sharptooth. So, well, it, it fit perfectly with my plan to give you that boon, because now, you know, once a day, you can shoot an arrow from it, and it'll do an extra D8 of acid damage, which is copper dragons, they breathe acid. Mm-hmm. And so... I felt like that was a perfect evolution, especially because I like the idea of you guys developing your weapons. The mm-hmm. weapon that you have going and getting new enchantments or things placed on it so that it is your weapon. It is your thing that you're developing, that you're building, that is part of your character. That if when you die, it is a legendary item that people will talk about. Oh, this adventuring group, yeah, mm-hmm. you know, Jayag, the, the the great, he had a, you know. Russell, you got all robotic for a second. It was kind of scary. It was. <laughs> Resistance <laughs> is futile. <laughs> <laughs> Darmok and Jalad at Tanagra. <laughs> um, so, the questions that we've got now. So, first and foremost, um, Clay. Yes. How do you feel about Shirzim's new ability to, like, we thought you were going to have to be nocturnal? which is not the case. So how do you feel about your newfound 
limitations, but then also your newfound ability to transcend that limitation by wrapping yourself in a bedroll. <laughs> well, you know, it's like when when it first became a vampire, and I was like trying, you know, did that role to, to find out how much I knew. Russell even specifically said, "Sunlight hurts like the Dickens, but it's not an insta kill thing." And when I realized it was direct sunlight, it was like, oh, well, you know, it's, it's still it's still pretty shady around here. Mm-hmm. I can actually do more stuff than just snipe from inside the wagon and inside the bed roll. <laughs> 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 Although, if honestly, if I was restricted to just like staying inside the bed roll, that would still be like really entertaining. It would be very entertaining. That's for sure. <laughs> So I'm um, still a proponent of getting you a giant parasol so you can walk around like during the day, <laughs> like with your giant umbrella, so you don't have to be in direct sunlight. Well, actually, that that picture that that, that Cooper posted a while back in Discord was inspiration for his character is like you know the wide brimmed hat and the long coat and just like covered up all over the place. I was like, oh. Shearson may have to rock a little similar look. Yes. Different color pattern. You will be a a day walker. Indeed. Mm, It will be wonderful. Uh, Matt, we have a question for you. Were you prepared for Tanakh to die? Yes. Yes, I was. Um, Well, yes and no. Um, I guess, and it's, it's something maybe Russ to talk about here too, is I had actually been in talks with him about changing my character from pretty early on in the campaign. We just never really got to a point to where it was actually going to be happening. Um, so regardless of if Tanakh died or not in this last fight, he was going to be departing anyways. Um, it's just, I guess this is just one way that it got wrapped up that I guess maybe we weren't really planning on me dying. I think yeah. we were planning on it, doing it, doing it a different way. Um, so, so yeah, yes or no, yes and no at the same time. So did you have any moment where you regretted, not regretted? Did you, how can I phrase this? Reconsider maybe? Yeah. Like did, did you have a new character? Were you getting cold feet like as the fight progressed and you knew that like, oh God, Tanak's going to die. Like, were you suddenly like. Starting to second guess the whole. Um. Hmm. No. Um. I guess. I guess I'm sad that that Tenok's dead because now he can't come back. Like it, it couldn't be a payoff. Like if he would have left, you know, later on, maybe he could have come back or something like that. Um. But I. I don't know. It's. It's always a tough thing when a character dies. To. I mean. Um. Like, no matter how you wanted to get him out of the campaign uh, by either by death or just by leaving. So I don't think I had regret going into it um, with him dying. Um, I just remember that when we when we ended the first session, um, I was at eight hit points already when mm-hmm. we ended. So, like, when we ended, I was like, oh, shit, here we go. Like, it's going to start <laughs> and it's it's going to be bad news from here on out. So I kind of had an idea going into the last um, the last session we had that it's probably not going to look good for Tanakh. So I kind of made my peace between the two. Yeah, the two that's sessions. true. I didn't. <laughs> I was like, no, I told, could tell from the, you told me from where the text message chain yeah. that I had after he died, like during the session. Let me see if I can pull that up. Well, <laughs> I, I, think, I think while he's bringing that up, that kind of, if you don't mind me asking, Matt, why why did you want to go with the new character oh okay like even so early on yeah um so it it didn't have anything to do with the actual personality or the background or or anything like that or anything that i wrote for the character because i felt like that was that was a lot of fun um the character that i had built it was more around the class that i had built him off of um because I felt that, especially with, with Tenok and Barbarian, which I actually, um, even though I've been playing D&D for such a long time, I normally played casters and things like that. So that was really one of my first times playing, like, a melee character. And um, 
just playing him, I was like, God, it, I feel like he's useless outside of combat. Like, yeah, I can talk every once in a while, but it's like, I don't know. I, I felt like, like Tenok was relegated only to being useful when it was combat. And also the way that I had rolled and built him, I was like, Hey, he's not even really useful then. Like he's going down all the time and he's just dying. So it was just kind of like, eh, I don't know. I, I like the background and I like the character I built, but hmm. he, he, he was fun to role play, but not to play. If that makes any sense. Uh, I, yeah, I think so. It does because I experienced the same thing with Jayag. Um, to a degree, until level three, when I chose my specialty, or my ranger archetype. Um, <laughs> since then, I've become a freaking cannon. Like, holy crap. And then now yeah. having this once-a-day acid arrow on top of that. It's going to be the bow. So the arrow itself, Colossus Slayer, Hunter's Mark, Zephyr Strike, and Sharptooth. That's five dice for one shot. Keep those nat 20s coming, Jesus. <laughs> coming. Um, this is that text chain. Uh, if you are triggered by abrasive language, please uh, avert your gaze. Uh, but let's see if I can get this. So there we go. The green is me. He's like, goodbye. Yeah, like, the, second I died, the second I died, I text him, I'm like, goodbye. And I'm like, dude. <laughs> and then he's like, I... no. Is it backwards for you guys? No. No, no, no it's, it's just for us. <laughs> Nick was so mad. <laughs> he was so mad. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yo, well, I, I, I think was, that's I kind of one of the, I think that's actually one of the things I enjoy I've been enjoying about playing in this campaign with Nick, especially it's just because you you just get so emotionally invested in like the story and in everybody else's characters. And it's and it makes you go, Okay, uh, I'm I'm gonna need to find a way to like step step it up a notch. Keep I, up I, with you, man. I I love that. I have but, loved um, and and there was there was a period like six weeks ago or so where I was I was like Russ I'm I'm writing out Jag, and he's like what no and <laughs> Russ Russ and I had a just a like good, that too <laughs> pretty much we had a we had a good conversation and um, it was a way that Nick the player and then Jag the character we weren't on the same wavelength as funny as that. And weird as that sounds, once you play D and D and start role playing a character, the whole session, you will completely understand <laughs> because you are two different people. Um, we weren't on the same wavelength at all. And Nick, the character or player, I wanted to do things that Jag, the character, the way I was understanding how I had built him. I didn't think he was capable of it. Um, Russ is like, yeah, I would disagree. And he explained his reasoning. And I'm like, oh, okay, that makes a lot of sense. Um, so if you actually go back like six weeks ago or so, Jaig started being a lot more involved when it came to intricate planning things. Because there's no reason for him not to be, given that he's lived on his own and had to deduce and survive and reason. And so, yes. Um, but I was ready to write out... Jaeg. And so since then, I've enjoyed having that character there because, Matt, I pulled a lot out of Tanakh over the <clears> course <throat> of the last month and a half. Like, since you really decided I'm writing out Tanakh, which you had told me. Yeah. You know, but I was secretly, I've been playing, trying to hook you back in with Tanakh and trying to keep Tanakh. Um, but I've, I pulled so much out of that character. And I love that Jaeg is uh, an individual that can do that and get away with that because of how he operates. <laughs> Just badgers you into submission with talking about yourself. Pretty much. Pretty much. I even well, got Behester to open up on his backstory. And Brett said on Out of the Hat that he wasn't ready to do that for like another month or so. And I'm like, yes. Well, and I was like... <laughs> And, you know, Jag was actually able to help me become more involved, too, 
you know, like when it when he start first started just, you know, asking inane questions like, How do you eat a color? I was like, Okay, here's Greens? my opening. How do I I was like, that's my opening to to start getting, you know, some more involvement out of Shears him. Mm-hmm. Jayag has really become the heart of Hat Trick. You know, they're, they're, I, I feel like all of your characters are amazing. I love all of your characters. I love your interactions. But Jayag has become the heart. He, he, he is often the one that, that drags people into conversations, that encourages people to role play their characters. And, you know, and so there, there's, I have loved having Jayag there because, you know, my job as a DM has been made so much easier because instead of me having to introduce NPCs that are like, hey, what's up with you? What are you guys doing? Jayag does it all for me and I can just (laughs) tell the story, Nick. No, you can just kill, you can just kill Tanak. That's what you can do, Russell. (laughs) It was not, so I thought, so it was when we first started the fight, I believe that was the week that I was, or I think it was the week before. Anyway, it was a couple of weeks ago. I was thinking and I was like, you know, this is going to wrap up Tenok's character. He's probably going to leave. And I was like, in my head, I'm like, I don't like that. That just feels dissatisfying in how Tenok has been so far and how I perceived him, to me, it was just like, that just, it doesn't fit. It's not good enough for this character that we've come to love. And so I was like, I was like, I'm going to try to kill him. (laughs) (laughs) Because I'm... (laughs) Job requirement for being a DM, sadist. So here's, here's a question for you, though, Russ. Job requirement for being a player, masochist. (laughs) <laughs> Anyways, continue. Did Jayag actually kill Itotsin before you were ready for Itotsin to die? Like, did you, you don't have to answer this if you don't want to, but did you, for the sake of the story and encounter integrity, extend his life? Did I extend his life? No. I mean, he had a couple of magical <laughs> items. And since, he had, since he had those magical items... He used them because right. he almost died. Uh, you did kill him before I was ready. I wanted him, personally, I wanted him to get away because it would have been a great villain for you guys to encounter a couple of more times. Well, so- sorry. <laughs> As um, something was said, it's okay. More you still got the bone naga. Tome of yeah. foes. There's there different still plenty of other Nightmare things. Fuel, but I'm saying, let me just say this. It's a good thing CR that you, that you guys burned. Uh, but there's also not a lot of high CR monsters. There's a good thing you burned him. Usually you just die well before that. I was doing new campaign selfishly because like characters that don't die. And those characters are ready for Tanak to not be there. They start another campaign. Little well, little heart well, strings aren't spoiler supposed alert. To die. Be prepared for Jai. But somehow, to that blasted DM. Uh, he was oh, going <laughs> to find the way to off again. Not the way that you guys would have hey, wanted. I brought you back to yeah. life. Thank you very much. I, I mean, you're dealing with necromancers. <laughs> so they were going to raise him from the dead and use him to, to mess with you guys. Yes. Dude, that yeah. would have fucked <laughs> Jayag. Yeah, Russell, we might not have talked for like a week after that. Oh. <laughs> I heard a little bit. I think you, you told me the one as, thing. As much as I would have oh, yeah. felt a well, little bit that, bad, that is it well. would have been a great story. That means that the story that would have well. hit that you was just a cool thing right where I needed it to, you know, had it happen. If because, you would ever like for your reaction, that there was one time I want you to have those reactions, and I was I then this thing in my head that we just good story that we're telling. We never I forgot the time that you so guys speaking went to of reactions because I was gonna have mm. oh the sword. Where did it go? I have my little notepad here. Did you sh- did you uh, poop your pants, Nick. <sighs> okay. I can't hear. I lost my. Yeah, I, can't can't I lost my notes. Um, hi. Now I hear oh, there you. he is. Oh, now I can. Yes, Clay. There he is. Well, that was just me uh, 
Using your notes. Play, you should also. You have a PS4. Okay, you do. Because you've been playing. Um, so, play, I have well, a question for you that I actually want to ask after you died. It's actually my sister's. And then came well, back but, uh, without knowing that I'm you were going to come back. Get my own at some back. point. You should get more brain because feel? it's free. Like, what is and it like amazing. to be, for you specifically, <laughs> given your situation there? What is it like to see another character? It definitely feels like free to play game. Oh, so the man. beginning definitely, definitely free to play. Well, definitely, like definitely. for one thing, the beginning isn't that great you know, me until as, not just as you player, really start as, like, to get into it. Game? You start to dive a little bit deeper into I have, the lore, and what I would call like get, a delayed you know, a grieving planet because like, the first couple of planets were the ones that they just started with. Um, and the way that that feels like I've, I've had is actually really cool. Good friends of mine, they were about to bankrupt. They had doesn't really Donna, you know, doesn't really well, hit me. It sounds until, like one of the shows where it's like you have to watch the first three you know, seasons a good week or so really after the good. fact, and then <laughs> yeah, it, it, I mean, hits it me like a ton of bricks. that's like every Star Trek series ever. Okay, well maybe for like a day, and then it's like I can. Yeah. Keep going. So they just kind of put this game together to week. try to get it out there so that they could keep the company afloat. <laughs> Thanks for that. And it went really well, and then they started adding more and so, more and cooler and cooler things. Yeah, for Some me, of the things that they have to... coming up are like spaceship battles, yeah, and they're putting in another... Um, from, uh, uh, what's as, it, as like a, a sandbox person area that kind of delayed emotional response around because they have one called the planes of idolin and also just from kind of, you know uh, this is like i said before kind of this is my first time every time i go there i get pretty much actually role-playing through a campaign and actually through these you know, playing type monsters a character through every once in a while instead of just going into Anyways, combat and just like yeah i hit the and, thing and once and, you know, roll the dice with a couple of people it's a lot more fun so for me it's actually kind of felt it kind of is a little awkward but it's definitely like what do i do so it's like that's why i kind of did that little quick little thing you know we we got them for you anyway Uh, super cool and then just like a little then you you got more than what what they play if he gets it Mm -hmm. how many players can you have in a group Mm -hmm. yeah on the place yeah. I think it depends on the planet and um, the location, but I think it's typically three or four. Russell. Yes. Well. Okay. Planes of Eidolon, you can go in with as many people Did you, you mm-hmm. always know people. that go. Tolton was going to be late what, uh, with what frame the are you using, Russ? Lord Buttonfart? Right now I'm using or Excalibur, did you decide that's that just because I haven't quite unlocked the Rhino minute. yet. I'm, uh, I'm only on Mars. Planned out That's as far as I've no, got. Okay. Oh. Um, so I'm trying so, to get to Phobos so I can get uh, I mean, because okay. there, there is a story going on mm-hmm. outside of which is an Earth and So I would hope so. But I'm, I'm trying the to get Empire uh, to Phobos that to get are the, going on. Blasted in, I mean, the Empire covers the a vast planet, area. The control modules, so I can there is a large and go to Rhino because we connect all the events that have transpired and all the events that have transpired that you have not seen. That you know, you guys have heard terms of some things. I will tell her else is eating the Empire. Um, you guys ready? Closing off his borders, right, both yeah. magically and physically. And I think Brett already started um, streaming. You know, there, yep, there are quite well. a few things. Do and you... there, I, I feel like <laughs> I'm almost to the point we didn't, where we didn't assign the, a specific you know, recap. I, I think we're just going to recap together all the little this week, I think. hooks that I've thrown out there for you guys. I've thrown out hooks right. for most of your guys' backstories so far. Oh, that's right. And I've thrown out hooks for the major events that are going on, as well as the smaller events that are happening around you. All right, my friends. So. What was the question Good evening. again? Welcome to <laughs> our was um, was the hat is the show to where Lord once a week or once every uh, other week yeah, he was always minute. linked to Highlight uh, We gather and a couple of us you know, from our has, D&D campaign uh, that follows the happy trick adventure group. Somebody uh, we will get a, together. You know, we'll recap the most recent session or sessions. In this country. And Mayor Porta, uh, get a chance and, well, to answer more, some questions, more specifically, ask Mayor, each other questions, and just jump is a, is a major of each port. other as players. Uh, so people from all over Geraniel jump into the they head. come to Mayor Porta <laughs> and some of the other ports along the coast. <laughs> no, he Porta did that before the stream, which is why Highlord Kellerow can succeed without really and the master. As well, because so, he's got. We have all familiar faces with us this evening. My name's Nick. I play Jag. So uh, we have Matt, 
who played you know, this terrible guy is obviously becoming evil because the scales are turning black. Past that's another thing in my world. We'll you know, that when a a um, dragons we have are Clay, naturally metallic, cheers him. They start to do evil Hello. deeds and become the newly evil. vampirized cheers him. They're and then we have shading. Uh, Russell, they lose their metallic uh, sheen and they become chromatic master. Oh. And so How is he was today? evil. He was mm-hmm. he was evil, and so he comes. He lands so here. Actually, yeah, I did you know, a lot of He's going to be looking for stuff. Too. He's obviously pretty powerful. Because I saw you were on Destiny, and I was going to jump out. With you. But yeah, and so was, you know, I was, I was like, hey, where I had to do some work stuff. I'm about to secede from yeah. the Empire. I need people it's like you. It really is. Well, Lord Trumbull is going to die. Okay, but. Jag was going to um, roll a nat 20 see. and roll eights on all what about, of those dice. Uh, Matt, you can play. You two doing okay? What you up to? How you doing? He is there. Doing all right. He is available for I'm you here, guys doing to great. attack and take yeah. on. And a boring day of cleaning. Jag will seduce him. Better than bad. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I know what those days are like. Have his children. Oh, I've got to clean tomorrow. And clean tomorrow. Jag, yeah, well, woman. my wife sent me a list. No, the Jag is not a woman. Today. Uh, he's a good business uh, But woman. I was working, so I didn't have a chance to actually get um, to it. Because I, I actually so just got done working we wrap up. a couple hours ago because I had to go over a little bit. Water and Matt, I think I already know what you're going to say. And I just got it. What are you most excited about that we've got for Melbourne? We've we got this quest weeks and weeks ago now. I sent some very contradictory accounts of your day here. Ready to like rejoin civilization. I've played for about an hour this morning, and that's why I'm complete That's while I'm listening to other things and getting ready for the day and doing the things that I need to do. So what are your other business? Most looking forward to this Sunday. I was doing my Excel spreadsheet the rest of the day, and then I just got finding out about this because I got mysterious mustachio connection to Jack. Um, a likely story. I don't know if it'll happen this Sunday, Mm. but I'm actually kind of looking forward to shares him and that being said, before we move on, you may know us. From another medium, uh, right? So we are also the well, channel is inner uh, clan, just some guardians. Um, well, so if you know, ever it's 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 nice to, to uh, always jump have in like, and almost see what all the shenanigans read about. in connection with up. all these characters, we do other characters, even though they like twitch.tv/justsomeguardians and out of the party. That's where we do our DVD mm-hmm. campaign. Uh, I think this is true. no, that's Brett's, isn't it? And that's what? actually a good point. We campaign. I don't know um, if it's Jig the character the or me the player, but whenever someone does it like a history or yes, our, our or any leader like that, Brett, and Russ gives a long explanation, like Jig tunes out. Uh, his, <laughs> and I, I honestly, I like it almost like a new thing. That's where we because do Jig wouldn't be able campaign. to himself. Uh, the clan-related streaming is Twitch.tv. It would end up like the same dragon we're seeing this right now. Right, like I can picture like. But we when do do our podcast as well. Breakdown of what he got in his um, not roles sure what time and like all usually the stuff we start that Russell's throwing out. Um, I just pictured Elmer's like Jayag just kind of finally start wind down for the night. Watching butterflies fly around or so drawing. But anyway, now that we've got that aside, all the housekeeping's done. Let's recap the last two sessions, shall we? Because last week we did not do out of the hat because we did pull out of the hat because we literally stopped our session. No, it's good stuff. I'm not telling you. And it was it was a very important. It's funny. I wish I could write fast enough to get all you know actually record all of it. Well, I'm glad there are the decision to not do that. Do dig for that kind of thing. We actually have full encounter to unpack. So. He's not going to sit said, there and ask. Let us go back two weeks you know, or a well, week and a half. Like the, the one time I'd catch everyone up high. with the Russ, adventures you even of played off of what I said. And we had Jaig reading off from a pamphlet. <laughs> <laughs> we all are. We all are. Oh. Because it's like he doesn't. No, that's not <laughs> his so style. He's not going to sit there and give you a dissertation on ghosts. You know, so yeah, you, you guys had you started just out. Pull a pamphlet. Uh, that has well, a ghost you guys actually weren't in a wagon going back two weeks to the very beginning of the session. Clay exactly. had just so, died, um, risen from the grave, that's and right. free yeah. for blood. Anyway, I'm excited about the research growth too. That'll be fun to watch. It will be. So yes, we had uh, one of our one of our own have just died, and we did we okay. did. Uh, I think it's pretty easy to say. 
that yeah. I'm and coming back to play right the away. new character. But then that I have. we had to I'm deal sure my with the has been going crazy implications for the past week. and the ramifications. Uh, I've been and, walking around the house uh, the talking to myself as a kid. Rob's to get his pants off and down to get ready for this next week. That one was for you. So it's like I've caught myself. So one of our new party members. I'll be in the bathroom just staring at the mirror, like talking to me, like, nope, that doesn't work. Is apparently that's the ticket. So. I think yeah. I didn't that's actually pretty fun. It's funny because I do that for the, or is that the NPCs that, that I'm working really on that I know that you guys are going to run into. Very easily. I, I'll, I'll be like, hey, how am I going to do this accent? How am no, I going to do this mannerism? What are they going to convey to the world? I do it too. And Lindsay gets whispered. Because I'm so angry. He's like, are you talking to yourself? And I'm like, no. That would be a crazy thing to do. No, Lord Morn is talking right now. What do you want from me? Um, I'm I'm gonna miss the Tanak voice. I will, but I'm you excited do. for the new one. And <laughs> also, I am so I I wouldn't say it's the thing that I'm most excited about. It may be because there's lots that I can play with with your background. And I'm just mm-hmm. I'm so excited mm-hmm. for that. <laughs> I'm excited for this new character. I'm excited for how he does things and just kind of the you know what you shared with me. Uh, but I think that, so I'm, I, I'm probably tied. I'm excited for that. And I'm excited for Jiag to, to get a little bit more of his backstory. Um, and that I'll just leave a little nugget. Cause that's, and yes, I'm very excited about meeting Matt's new character. Um, I'm still, still super sad about Tanakh though. So I'm gonna, you'll have to forgive my resistance. Um, but I'm excited to dive into Jag's backstory also because Russ and I have talked about that a couple times where like I've dropped a couple hints and then Russ has picked them up and I've basically like I've given Russ free reign to do whatever he wants with Jag's backstory and to to bring it in and throw it at me and just Okay, here we go. So that was exactly <laughs> what happened with the guy with the mutton chop mustache. Um, so, and I'm purposely, Russ, you can chastise me and, and hate me for this if you want, but I haven't talked to you about it because I don't want to. No, I I would not talk to you about it. Good. We're on the same page then. So this is <laughs> whatever the hell Jaig says. Get ready, because I don't know what Jack's going to say yet. Oh, so. I've got I've got ideas that are floating around. I'm also sad to see Tenok go. I had lots of things yeah. planned for Tenok. I had his sword was actually a magical relic from the ancient times of the Dragon Empire. Uh, I still had, have it. I know, but you don't have the bloodline that would be necessary to unlock. The abilities that were latent within the sword. Do I? Even though I've been kissed by a dragon. You do not. You do not. It is a, because the, the dragon kin, and I say dragon kin because dragons were only a small part of the dragon kin. They're baby dragons, Russell. They just haven't gotten their wings yet. <laughs> um, they, uh, so they, they I have... think I know somebody in the party who does have the, the, the bloodline. Two somebodies. Rom, and by extension, shears him. Ah, uh, I'm scared. Rom have the bloodline necessary to unlock a weapon of dragons. Because because I picked her at random. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sitting here waiting for this. Because <laughs> I'm I'm. Too bad you never drank from uh, Tinoc, or else that could have been a thing, actually. Creepy. Well, Creepy. Yeah, yeah, I was actually a, we're a little worried about... I'd actually be worried about Tinoc getting, like, a stiffy from the experience or something. Mom. It is an addictive substance. Your saliva is addicted. Well, it probably also would have been that great, because I think we also established that when I bled on Mukosk, he got he took damage, so... Yeah. That probably wouldn't have been good for you. <laughs> Milk your bangs off. No! <laughs> oh, my God. So, All right. Well, speaking of melting fangs off, 
<laughs> it is math that face is priceless. It is it is time to call it an evening. So thank you everybody for joining us in the stream. Uh, thank you everybody who will listen later on. Bless your souls. Um, thank you you three for joining me this evening. Um, so we are Hat Trick. Uh, we are also just some guardians. Please tune in tomorrow night, uh, twitch.tv slash just some guardians when uh, we will do, I think, Rust tomorrow night is the Destiny episode. Yes. Last so we'll week. unpack some, some new forsaken information that's come out over the last couple weeks. Um, we also will be live with our D&D session this Sunday. Uh, Twitch.tv slash Games double M, double D. Um, that starts at 7 p.m. Eastern time. We usually go for about three hours. Um, and then a week from tonight, uh, we will unpack, unless it stops mid-encounter, uh, we will recap <laughs> Sunday's D&D session with Out of the Hat. So uh, you can find me on the Twitters at HeFights or PSN HWF-7 Force. Or Discord. I think I'm HWF-74 on Discord. Uh, Russell, where can peeps find you? Uh, you can find me on the Discord at Jackalo725. Um, I usually lurk in the D&D Discord, or if you direct message me, I'm usually okay with answering those, so sometimes I forget. Um, you can also find me at Twitter at DRJX. That's J-E-X-0725. Um and you can find me on this show, usually, and on Just Some Guardians, and and the DM for a session on Sundays. Uh, and then Clay and Matt, I know you two are Discord dudes, correct? Mm-hmm. Yep. For the most so, part. How can people find you on the Discord? Uh, oh, shoot. I got to see what my name is. I don't even remember. LOL. Clay, what is your Discord? <laughs> My Discord is, hold on, is it Real Leper or Leper Raptor? It's always. It's a Real Leper. Yeah, because it's always, because yeah. most of my stuff is either Leper something or something Raptor, so. Yeah, and I'm on there underneath uh, Garrett, G-E-R-R-E-T. Swag, we like to lurk in the Destiny and D&D channels, so, mm-hmm. and it looks like that might be expanding. We might be throwing in. Warframe, uh, we may build a clan there, or whatever the hell clans are called, called just a dojo. Tenno. We might a build dojo. a dojo called Just Some Tenno. So keep that in mind. Uh, please join us this Sunday. Uh, check it out. See what's going on. Clay, are you saying something? Your image has been frozen <laughs> oh, for a while. I was just about to ask: Is he frozen on everybody else's screen like this too? It's just it's just a black screen for him. Oh no, he went oh, out. Oh, okay. A uh, uh, goodbye. Apparently, it's time to call it a night. So thank you, gentlemen. <laughs> I may be on... I'm, I want to try and grind out. They're doing a faction rally right now, and I think it's the last faction rally of Season 3. So I want to see if I can get some Strax done. Is he back? There he is. <laughs> there he yes, is. I'm back. back. Right before there he, he ends. I will probably be on playing Warframe. Uh, I I may be Russ. I might shoot you a message in Discord to uh, get your PSN. So. Okay, it's the I same can... thing on Discord. Well, oh. if you guys want to play Warframe, then maybe I'll play Warframe with you. It depends. <laughs> so I have to talk to Jake and see what what the plans are. So anyway, good night, everybody. Thank you. I uh, have to text uh, Elmer Fudd double M double E and oh. let him know the stream is done. So the stream gotcha, is currently going to continue. Goodbye. Just text us. <laughs> it really will awkwardly go on. I had a friend of mine.